0: oh my god
1: you're listening to renegade talk radio
2: steve Favis is an expert in computer science and advanced robotics he has been researching the maui fires and has compiled evidence that the technology exists to have started these fires from a satellite in earth orbit He has also confirmed that the CCP had satellites capable of doing so above Maui at the time of the fires. His work has been published on his website, stevefavis.com, and includes everything you need to recreate these findings. The most efficient way to ignite a fire on the surface from a satellite in Earth orbit would be to paint the target in segments by pulsing the laser with an advanced targeting system. To see if this were possible, Favas calculated what it would require to create a meter-wide, mile-long fire. Fired from a satellite, the Earth's atmosphere will absorb and scatter some of the laser energy, and so the laser would need to be in a wavelength range that minimizes this. The most effective wavelength would be in the near-infrared range, which would allow better transmission through the atmosphere. The near-infrared range would be invisible to the naked eye and would also have a minimal reaction with objects colored blue on the Earth's surface. The power of the laser would need to be in the hundreds of kilowatts range, and so Favis based his calculations on a 10-megawatt laser firing from Earth orbit. Assuming that the atmospheric loss amounts to 50% of the overall power and only 5 megawatts reaches the surface as a one square meter beam, it would ignite a fire almost instantly. If this 5 megawatt beam was pulsed across a one meter by one mile long area in segments, then the time to ignite the entire area would be roughly 2.7 minutes and it would only take approximately 8.8 seconds to melt an aluminum alloy wheel. The amount of energy required to pulse a 10 megawatt laser for 2.7 minutes would require approximately 3,220 capacitors, which would amount to about 32,200 kilograms in weight. Using MetLab software and plugging in public data provided from NORAD, He found that satellites launched and monitored by the CCP were directly above the Maui fires at the time of ignition. The CCP's most powerful rocket, the March 5, can launch up to 48,500 kilograms of payload, which is more than enough to carry the required payload in Favis' calculations. But Favis has found that the CCP has much more powerful lasers deployed already. He has calculated that the CCP has up to 70 gigawatt lasers in Earth orbit right now. That's at least 100 times more powerful than what he factored into these calculations. Adjusting NORAD's Default Coordinated Universal Time, or UTC, to the local time zones, Favis found the following. The Olinda fire was ignited at approximately 10.47 p.m., On August 7th, at this exact time, CCP satellite labeled NORAD-53299 was directly over the location. The Lahaina fire was ignited at approximately 6.37 a.m. on August 8th. At this exact time, CCP satellite labeled NORAD-55836 was directly over the location. Fire was ignited at approximately 11.30 a.m. on August 8th. At this exact time, CCP satellite labeled NORAD 53299 was directly over the location. The so-called deep state does not want you to know that deadly lasers of mass destruction are freely traveling above us. And you can check this all for yourself at stevefavis.com where he provides the source code and has developed a specific software program that you can download and check for these satellites yourself. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese.
0: It's Friday, September 15th, Year of Our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to the American Journal with your host, Chase Geyser. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow this scene. Get everybody in the stuff together. Okay, three, two. Welcome
3: to the American Journal, folks. This is Chase Geyser filling in for the great Harrison Smith. So much news to cover, so much news to cover. You know, I was getting prepared for the show today, and there's not a whole lot of new news, but there is a new perspective on that which is occurring. I'm going to go over the Hunter Biden indictments with you and maybe share some details that you might not already be aware of pertaining to those details. So obviously it's breaking news here that Hunter Biden was indicted on federal gun charges by Deep State Special Counsel. And there's a couple of problems with this. The first problem is they picked like the smallest charge out of all the crimes that Hunter Biden has committed, in my opinion. And I'm familiar with the crimes that he's committed because I've actually spent time reading through the emails. I think there's a website called BidenLaptopEmails.com or something like that. And if you spend any time just typing in search words and – Doing your own research on that website, you will find all sorts of crimes and corruption taking place. And the fascinating thing to do is anytime Joe Biden tweets praise and tags a specific business on Twitter, usually they're green energy businesses. You can always go and look up the board members of those businesses and then search their name in the Hunter Biden emails that are on bidenlaptopemails.com, and you'll find out that many of the leaders of these businesses that are being pushed and promoted by these new green energy initiatives from the Biden administration are closely tied to Rosemont Seneca, Hunter Biden's investment firm from the time that Joe Biden was vice president. Now, obviously, the gun charge is the smallest of the charges that could be potentially um, uh, given to Hunter Biden. And I think it's ironic or not not necessarily ironic, but just funny how they, they, they pick the charge that right wingers would be least inclined to care about. Right. We are the party of the Second Amendment. We believe in gun rights. We believe everybody should be able to have a gun. Obviously, there's different details to hash out as to uh, who should actually be able to have one, whether they're convicted, whether they're a drug addict, whether they're mentally ill. But by and large, if you're on the right, you believe that virtually everyone who's an adult should be able to have a firearm. And they (laughs) choose to charge Hunter Biden with a crime that the right is least likely to be angered by, uh, which I think is interesting. Of course, I don't think that Hunter Biden should have had a firearm because he was absolutely insane and still is absolutely insane. Uh, But really the crime here is that he lied about his addiction issues on the form to get the firearm. And you can see that in the document here, it's four pages long, the United States district court for the district of Delaware, United States versus Robert Hunter Biden. They, they, highlight what the deal is right so you can go through here and read hunter biden in connection with the acquisition of a firearm that is a colt cobra 38 special revolver with serial number ra 551363 from company one licensed under the provision of chapter 44 title 18 united states code knowingly made a false and fictitious written statement intended and likely to deceive the dealer with respect to a fact material to the lawfulness of the sale of the firearm under the provisions of the law He certified that he was not an unlawful user of and addicted to any stimulant, narcotic drug, and any other controlled substance when, in fact, he knew that statement was false and fictitious. I think they spelled fictitious wrong earlier in this document. Man, these people are just getting sloppy. So basically they're trying to pin him for getting a firearm even though he was an addict. And what a lot of people don't know is the context around – The acquisition of the firearm and the story behind the firearm. So let's go ahead and play clip one where I spoke with Jack Maxey who had access to the laptop. And two years ago on my podcast, he told me the story of the firearm. Go ahead and and play it.
4: Hunter takes his sister-in-law in her grief having lost her husband. Hunter introduces her to crack cocaine and methamphetamine. Turns her into a drug addict. Turns her into like almost like a psychological captive of his evil narcissism. She sobers up. When she sobers up, she realizes that he's been having all kinds of electronic com- and, and improper communications with her daughter. You know, FaceTiming him, her naked. Who FaceTimes their 12 year old niece naked? Who smokes crack in front of him, masturbates and watches pornography on front of him? He's accused of all of this. At one point, Haley gets so frightened that she takes Hunter's gun away from him that he's carrying around in the glove box of his car. I'm not even sure that's legal in the state of Delaware. I don't think it is. She takes it away from him and throws it in a trash can in a grocery well, store. He
3: certainly couldn't legally have it.
4: Of course not. In suburban Wilmington, this is in 2018, Hunter, neither Hunter nor his father merit Secret Service protection under the statute. Guess who shows up? The FBI. They couldn't show up for the laptop, but they showed up in, you know, a New York minute when little Hunter got in trouble because someone took his gun away from him. The FBI, the Secret Service show up, the Delaware State Police show up, and she tells all of them the same story. And I know this because Hunter recounts this story to two people in detail. She tells them that I was in fear of my life. I'm afraid for my children. I'm afraid for the public. I'm afraid he's going to harm himself. He's a drug addict and an alcoholic. What happens? Nothing. Nobody on planet Earth ever heard about that. But one thing that did happen is the Secret Service went to the gun store in Delaware where he bought it and tried to get his FL form away from the store owner and out of his file.
3: I tried to scrub the evidence. They tried to scrub the evidence. So as you can see, there's quite a bit to that story. It's not just an instance of Hunter Biden illegally acquiring a firearm, but there's all sorts of drama and other shenanigans associated with it. I just, I can't even imagine the audacity. His brother dies. He begins a relationship with his sister-in-law, his dead brother's wife, widow, Gets her addicted to methamphetamine and then begins to have an inappropriate relationship with her 12 year old daughter. And if you go through the laptop, be careful because there's all sorts of disturbing things, but you can read the communications, the text communications between this grown man and his underage niece, and you can see the images that are exchanged. And we're going to charge Hunter Biden with lying on an application or a form to get a firearm when there's clear evidence here that he was in an abusive relationship, highly illegal with an underage girl. And it's not just the matter of him lying on the form, but the fact that his former sister in law, his brother's widow was so afraid for her life, his life, the safety of the people around that she took the gun and she threw it into a dumpster, which is totally the wrong way to dispose of a firearm in any way. But it's just I can't believe that this is being whitewashed as just an instance of somebody lying about whether or not they have a drug problem on a drug on, on a gun application. I mean, there is so much more to this corruption and to this just lack of morality than what is in this four-page indictment. That I wonder if they're just intentionally trying to whitewash it. I mean, wh- who's going to go after the Secret Service who tried to hide the evidence, who tried to go to the gun store and intimidate the? employee or owner of the gun store into handing over the paperwork, which was the evidence that proved that Hunter Biden lied on the form. I mean they, they tried to scrub it. Is where's that in the indictment? Which FBI, which Secret Service employees are going to be fired over this? Why isn't Joe Biden being held accountable for basically sending White House goons to a random gun store in Delaware in order to try to scrub any evidence that his son committed any crime whatsoever? And If you look at the context of all of the crimes that are on the laptop and this laptop is now totally verified, you'll see that this is like the smallest of the crimes. This is the smallest of the immoral acts that could possibly be gone after. And ultimately, when push comes to shove, if he's convicted of this in the next 12 months, then Joe Biden could simply pardon him so i don't know what's going on here i hope that this escalates dramatically i don't know why they're starting with the small thing and going up especially since they've had this evidence for years and years and years but we're going to go into some more details about what's on the laptop how it ties into taiwan and the fact that it may be invaded any day now seemingly based on new reports but stick with us folks make sure you visit infowarsstore.com get something awesome for yourself it supports us it keeps us on the air Again, that's InfoWarsStore.com. I highly recommend TurboForce Plus. It's one of my favorite products, as well as BrainForce Plus. We've got some great new deals and some great products back in stock. We will be back after this break. Stick with us.
5: A lot of listeners have complained in the last two years that our amazing, high-quality coffee has not been available, and that's because the prices went up too high for the raw beans, and the quality had gone down some. I turned down so many companies that wanted to work with us, but now... We have brought back the coffee, and it's even better from a national supplier that's veteran-owned and veteran-operated. It's powered by the company, Minuteman Coffee. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the best-tasting, best-smelling, strongest coffee that I have ever drank. It is game-changing. All you got to do is buy a bag of it and try it. I know you're going to be hooked, which will then fund your Operation A360 Win. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now for Escape the Prison Planet Light Roast. That's the strongest. The amazing Medium Roast Wake of America. And finally, the best-tasting Dark Roast Tip of the Spear, now exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. Get your coffee now.
2: Omega-3 fatty acids are needed for optimal strength. And they can only be obtained through diet. They can be found in grass-fed beef, which is why the ruling class is trying to ban it. And they can be found in fish, which are arguably the best source of omega-3s. But the problem today is finding fish without a high mercury content. Your best option is our ultimate fish oil and ultimate krill oil at InfoWarsStore.com. Omega-3 fatty acids are essential for both our neurological and cardiovascular systems, our brain and our heart. They improve mood, mental clarity, and immune function. Get your essential omega-3 fatty acids from the best sources available, ultimate fish oil and ultimate krill oil. Get some today at InfoWarsStore.com.
0: Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
6: Born on a mountain top in Tennessee in the land of the free. Welcome back Raising to the American the Journal, folks.
3: Your host Killed today, Chase Geiser, bar. filling in for the great Harrison Smith. He's he lost his voice, they, but hopefully he will be in the office today. In the last segment, we talked about the recent Hunter Biden indictments, and we went into some details regarding the story behind the firearm that he is being indicted for illegally purchasing. And... On the left, whenever I tweet and complain about the laptop, I always have a bunch of leftists. Whenever I tweet about it, there's always a slew, an army of not bots, but they might as well be bots, NPCs from the left that say, oh, well, that that's just the president's son. Hunter Biden isn't running for office. Hunter Biden isn't president, as if Joe Biden is innocent and attacking Hunter Biden for his crimes is irrelevant to the current political administration. However, there is substantial evidence on the laptop if anyone would look at it to suggest that Joe Biden was intimately involved in the corruption and illegal activities of Hunter Biden during the vice presidency. This article from Fox, published just the other day, says Oversight Dems admit Hunter's longtime business partner handled Biden's finances through VP tenure. So Hunter's business partner was handling Joe Biden's finances through while he was the vice president of the United States. So a spokesperson for the Democratic minority in the House Committee on Oversight and Accountability told Fox News Digital that Schwerin, the former president of Hunter's Rosemont Seneca Advisors and a frequent visitor to the Obama-Biden White House, served as then-Vice President Biden's bookkeeper from 2009 to 2017. This is primetime activity for Rosemont Seneca. Now, Schwerin alleges over and over again that he is unaware of any deposits or business dealings um, that may have impacted the vice president's accounts. However, if you go on and continue to read further investigations, you'll see that emails show Hunter and Joe Biden may have shared finances and a bank account. And This is from October of 2021. Since then, there's actually more developments, more evidence that this is the case. Uh, There's all sorts of interaction between the vice president and his son and the bookkeeper regarding complaints about bills and Hunter complaining about his money being used and everything he makes going to Joe. According to emails obtained by the DailyMail.com, President Joe Biden may have shared a bank account with his son, Hunter Biden, who is the subject of a federal investigation that is reportedly looking into possible money laundering and illegal foreign ties, right? This is a couple years old, of course, this article. Now we know that there is a robust case for this, but how can you say that the Biden laptop, the Hunter Biden laptop, is irrelevant to Joe Biden when all of Hunter's illegal dealings are in the context of him sharing a bank account with his father? The House GOP digs in on China-linked payments to the Biden family members in a new memo. This is from March of this year. The House Oversight Republicans said in a new memo issued Thursday that members of President Joe Biden's family received just over $1 million indirectly from a Chinese company. The committee's latest disclosure in its investigation into the Biden family's business dealings. So now we know that the CCP was giving millions of dollars to the Bidens. And that money was going directly into the vice president's bank accounts, at least one of them that was shared with Hunter Biden. I want to go ahead and play um, which clip was it that I had associated with this? I think it's clip 10. Yep. Go ahead and play clip 10. And let's uh, see some more context about this.
4: Joe Biden has two functions that he's given by by Barack Obama, right? Give, some, give the uh, vice president something to do to keep him out of your hair. One, China. He was going to make sure that the Chinese kept the South China sea lanes open for transit of any sort, right? This is a 150-year aim of the United States Navy, declared aim. And all Biden has to do is go over there and convince them to stop building, uh, you know, these landfill islands in the middle of that sea lane, which essentially are aircraft carriers— designed to put American children at the bottom of the sea. Biden fails. But two months later, Hunter gets a $1.5 billion deal to create a private equity fund with the communist Chinese, with money from the bank of China. The bank of China is not like the federal reserve. It's not like the bank of New York. You look at Burisma. Burisma was, uh, all of most of Burisma's natural gas assets are in Crimea, a portion of Ukraine that was invaded by the Russians during the Obama administration, 2014. And Joe Biden was the point man on Ukraine. Well, Hunter gets a job at the same time that he's supposed to be, that his father's supposed to be running the Russians out of Ukraine Hunter gets a job from Burisma, the vast majority of Burisma's income comes from gas that they pump out of the ground in Russian-occupied Crimea. In fact, CEO of Burisma was, prior to creating the co- company of Burisma, the interior minister of Ukraine during an incredibly corrupt time in, in a Olchewski? corrupt country. Volchevsky, yes. He ends up awarding himself the mineral rights of almost the whole nation, including all of Crimea. So, who benefits by keeping Crimea Russian? Burisma benefits because if they got the land back, the people of Ukraine would take all of that away from Burisma. Well, they—they're they, kind of uh, you know. They got the reins tight on them because America's giving them billions of dollars every year. Now, let's, let's talk about China. My contention is that Hunter and his Devin Archer both got their jobs at Burisma at the behest of the Communist Chinese. Because every time they were flying around the world at the, on behalf of the cover of Burisma, they were going to Kazakhstan to try and purchase oil fields for the Communist Chinese.
3: So while... Vice President Biden is charged with dealing with China. Hunter Biden is doing millions upon millions of dollars in business with the CCP. And I pulled up some articles from way back to see what was going on at the time. So this article right here from uh, uh, the daily, it looks like the daily wire was uh 11, 22, 2015. And speaking at the conclusion of a week-long meeting of Asia-Pacific leaders in Malaysia, Deputy Foreign Minister Liu Zenmin insisted that China had no intent to militarize the disputed maritime area. This is regarding the artificial islands that were being created in the trade route that Biden was charged with ensuring these islands wouldn't be built. If you skip down, you can see on Sunday, U.S. President Barack Obama, who earlier in the week had renewed calls for China to halt attempts to reclaim the islands, said he would host a meeting of the ACEAN leaders in Washington next year. And then, of course, here on the back, since 2013, Beijing has hastened the creation of new outputs by piling sand on top of reefs and atolls, then adding buildings, ports, and airstrips large enough to handle bombers and fighter jets. Activity seen as a bid to alter the territorial status quo by altering the geography. We'll go more into this in the next segment, how everything that was happening under the Obama administration with Joe Biden as vice president was setting Hunter Biden up for success in making the United States more vulnerable and Taiwan more vulnerable to Chinese aggression. Stick with us, folks. Make sure you visit infowarsstore.com and we're going to keep diving in to this Hunter and Joe Biden corruption in the next segment.
5: You're going to want to pay attention to what I'm about to say in the next 60 seconds. Two new incredible products are now available exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. They are both clones of national best-selling products from a major pharmaceutical-slash-supplement maker that are listeners and patriots that are allowing us to private label it at a lower price you'll find in stores. It's Joint Relief Max and Nerve Renew. Both of these have known documented natural compounds to lower pain. And to also make your nerves healthier, which is one of the major reasons nerves get irritated and are more inductive to pain. There's major research behind this all. You need to get Joint Relief Max from Info Wars MD and Nerve Renew from MD, exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Introducing them both, 25% off. You'll find them exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com and they fund their operations. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today
0: You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host Chase Geyser Watch it live right now at Band.Video
3: Welcome back to the American Journal folks for harrison smith and this chase geyser i am here to gripe about biden corruption we were going over the last segment everything that was going on with china and the south sea when joe biden was vice president of course charged with protecting america's interests regarding chinese naval challenges and failing to do so all while hunter biden was doing all sorts of business with the CCP and making millions upon millions of dollars. So check this out. How Hunter Biden's firm helped secure cobalt for the Chinese. This is back in oh 2020, published November 2021. So an investment firm where Hunter Biden, the vice president's son, was founding board member, helped facilitate a Chinese company's purchase from an American company of one of the world's richest cobalt mines located in the Democratic Republic of Congo. You can skip down and you can see that by the time BHR sold its share in 2019, Mr. Biden, that's Hunter, controlled 10% of the firm through Scanatellis LLC, a company based in Washington. While Chinese corporate records show Scanatellis remains a part owner of BHR, Chris Clark, a lawyer for Mr. Biden, said that he no longer holds any interest directly or indirectly in either BHR or Scanatellis. Chinese records show that Mr. Biden was no longer on BHR's board as of April of 2020. Mr. Biden did not respond to requests for comment. More details on this. When the mine was sold, Mr. Biden's father was near the end of his term as vice president. In the run up to the 2020 presidential election, Hunter Biden's business ties in China were widely publicized. When asked if the president had been made aware of his son's connections to the sale, a White House spokesman said no. So we've got Hunter Biden doing deals with the Chinese over cobalt mines sold from American companies to the CCP. Cobalt, of course, being used for batteries uh, for electric vehicles. And this is all happening in the context of Joe Biden's responsibility as vice president to protect the interests of the United States of America. Continuing on, this is from June of 2015. South China Sea dispute. Strong indication Australia will join pushback on China's island building. So Australia is worried about the island building that China is doing in the trade route because obviously these islands are not simply for public service or civilian uses, but they have a additional use case for military airfields, things of that nature. This is a military strategic buildup that's going on all while Joe Biden is supposed to be protecting the interests of the United States and Hunter Biden is making millions. And this other article from Financial Times from back in February of 2014, highlights that the U.S. versus China is this a new Cold War. And this whole article goes into all of the details about the history of the United States' naval interests in the area. This And it, it goes on to tell in detail that this besiegement looks even worse on a map. Chinese talk about the first island chain, a perimeter that stretches along the western Pacific from Japan and the northeast through Taiwan to the Philippines in the south, all allies or friends of the U.S., This is both a geographical barrier in that it creates a series of channels that a superior opponent could block in order to bottle up the Chinese Navy and a political barrier controlled by countries close to Washington. Chinese strategists talk about breaking through the thistles, the development of a naval capability that will allow it to operate outside the first island chain. So this conversation was going on heavily during the Biden administration, during Joe Biden's vice presidency. And all the while, it seems that Joe Biden had incentive to act against the interests of the United States, against the interests of our national defense, while his son was making millions of dollars doing deals like selling mines to the CCP and sharing a bank account with Joe Biden. So I don't understand how the Hunter Biden laptop and Hunter Biden's business dealings do not implicate Joe Biden in these crimes. And I'm frustrated when I only see small charges of tax evasion or not, not disclosing income or charges of lying on a form to purchase a firearm when we literally have the compromising of U.S. national security in exchange for money seeming to happen 10 years ago during this vice presidency. And maybe it's because – maybe it's just too complicated for, for the average person for the average citizen to understand maybe it's like impossible to convey to people how corrupt this is and and how serious this conflict of interest is and that's why nobody's doing anything about it but to say that hunter biden's laptop is irrelevant is the pinnacle of ignorance so today we have tweets from the Trumpetarian breaking the pentagon has reportedly notified joe biden of a potential china invasion of taiwan the island has been encircled by 56 ships and over 200 warplanes as if ukraine wasn't enough this demand dementia-ridden joke of a president could have us on the brink of world war three let's check out clip nine just so you can get a sense of the mobilization that's going on in the ccp look at all those tanks What would you think if tanks like that were being shipped to the border of Mexico? Would you be a little worried that maybe we were about ready to go to war with Mexico? Why are they mobilizing all those tanks? Taiwan records scores of Chinese warplanes near the island. As of 6 a.m. local time on Thursday, 40 of the detected aircraft, which included fighter jets and a drone, crossed the median line of the Taiwan Strait and entered the self-ruled island's southwestern and southeastern airspace, the ministry said. Taiwanese authorities tasked combat air patrol aircraft, naval vessels, and land-based missile systems to respond to these activities, the ministry said. Taipei had previously said that some of those planes and warships were heading to an unspecified area of the western Pacific to conduct joint sea and air training with China's Shandong aircraft carrier. Island authorities regularly report such actions by Chinese forces, but this time the number of planes was relatively high compared with previous events. China unveils blueprint for Taiwan integration while sending warships around the self-ruled island. The document hailed as a blueprint of Taiwan's future development by Chinese experts cited in state media comes at a delicate moment in cross strait relations as Taiwan gears up for its presidential election in January. So now China is not only increasing its military presence around Taiwan, but enhancing its rhetoric as well to be even more aggressive and convicted in reintegrating Taiwan into China with its one China policy. We play clip nine. Here's another image of these warships. 140 looks like warships. People's Liberation Army has mobilized aircraft from different theater commands to take part in an island encirclement patrol near Taiwan, which experts said could signal a new strategy to prepare for regional military conflicts. So remember when Russia was doing stuff like this around Ukraine and the Biden administration was saying that Russia was going to invade Ukraine. There were there were rumors that it was going to happen. I actually didn't think it was going to happen because the Biden administration said it was going to happen. So I thought it must not be true. Um, but this is very re- reminiscent of the activity that Russia was was doing prior to its invasion of Ukraine. So I do see an increased aggression here. And I'm not somebody who believes that It's our responsibility as the United States to defend Taiwan, to go to war with China over Taiwan. But if there is a conflict in Taiwan, this is going to have serious implications for the United States because regardless of whether or not we actually engage in any sort of military conflict directly, there's going to be all sorts of implications as far as our trade is concerned. Right? We import everything from China, and I imagine that we're at least going to do sanctions. We did a ton of sanctions against Russia when Russia invaded Ukraine. And I imagine that we're going to do similar sanctions when China attacks Taiwan. And if we do escalate these sanctions, then what does that mean for pharmaceutical imports, all of the imports that we have here in the United States of products made in China? So... This is something to keep an eye on for sure, and this is all happening in part because Joe Biden sold out our national security interests and our trade interests when he was vice president so that he and his son could make millions of dollars working with the CCP. Stick with us, folks. We'll be right back after this break. Make sure you visit InfoWarsStore.com. I didn't
5: realize this was back this week. I thought it was next week. I come in this morning. It's back in the warehouse, ready to roll. Body's ultimate term formula, And the first thing I did was pop one of these bad boys. Overhead shot, please. Look how full this bottle is. Right to the top, folks. Right to the top with these 95% curcuminoids. Again, most turmeric formulas are 5%. Some are maybe 10. The other strongest brands are 75%. This is 95%. Super constant. So like taking one pill is like taking 10 of the average pill it's that powerful or more so they're available at infowarsstore.com body's ultimate turmeric formula sold out for almost eight months back in stock at infowarsstore.com or 888 253 the eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans they financed major universities they ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda the new york times other major newspapers That the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended and the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing and i was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter my four and a half year old daughter my wife makes dinner a lot of times but i like to make it as well i love to make breakfast and literally it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nutritive and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are a sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue.
0: You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
3: Back to the American Journal, folks. This is Chase Geiser filling in for the great Harrison Smith. He has lost his voice, but soon it will be found. Seek and ye shall find, Harrison. Seek and ye shall find. We're excited to have him back. Honor and a pleasure to be with you this morning. We've been talking a lot about the history of the Biden corruption as proven, basically, by the laptop and other reporting over the last 10 years. And this increased antagonism from China to Taiwan is very interesting. In the context of the fact that Joe Biden seems to have compromised the United States national defense interests during his vice presidency so that his son could have a chummy relationship with the CCP and make millions of dollars doing things like selling mines. And we see now that Taiwan is seemingly being surrounded by warships and planes, Uh, and we see that China seems to be mobilizing a bunch of tanks, which we showed the video of in the last segment. And one other interesting piece of news from Reuters, which came out at 4 a.m. this morning, is the China defense minister under investigation being removed from post. So the question as to whether or not China is going to invade Taiwan obviously is complicated. Many experts, for lack of a better term, have said that it's inevitable that it'll happen eventually, but it's just sort of a matter of when it's going to happen. This has been something that China, China has always believed that it has the right to do. And I think it's very interesting that they seem to be having some changes in personnel by way of their defense minister right at this time when they're surrounding Taiwan with an unprecedented amount of warships and planes. Is it the case that they are making sure that all their personnel are in order before they engage in a major military expedition? So Beijing, Tokyo, September 15th, Reuters' suspicion over the unexplained weeks-long absence of Chinese Defense Minister Li Shangfu deepened on Friday as some media reported he was subject to a probe and a top U.S. diplomat questioned Li, 65, excuse me, questioned whether he had been placed under house arrest. The moves have raised questions from analysts and diplomats about a lack of transparency in China's leadership at a time when its economy is slowing and its relationship Relations with rival superpower, the United States, have soured over a range of issues. Article goes on. Lee's absence is being particularly closely watched by the United States, which has not dropped sanctions imposed on him in 2018 for buying weapons from Russia's largest arms exporter, Rosoborin Export. Chinese officials have repeatedly said they want those sanctions dropped to facilitate better discussions between the two sides militaries. U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin attempted talks with Lee during a defense conference in Singapore in June, but did not get beyond a handshake. Very interesting how this man seems to have disappeared right as China heightens tensions with Taiwan. So I anticipate, and I'm just going out on a limb here, I anticipate that we're going to see an invasion of Taiwan very soon. Uh, I'm not comfortable saying a specific date, but it looks like it could happen anytime, especially since we have these reports of the Pentagon warning the president of the United States about that potentiality. Meanwhile, Kim Jong-un visits fighter jet plant in Russia as Putin accepts invites North Korea. So we have a situation in which we imposed sanctions on China for importing arms from Russia. And now Russia is hanging out with Kim Jong-un, of course, of North Korea, someone who Trump very successfully neutralized during his presidency, seems to be partnering with Russia. And this, of course, is all in the context of the recent aggression against Taiwan. North Korea, of course, being a very close ally and incredibly dependent on China. It's very interesting to see how Russia is cozying up to both North Korea and China simultaneously as Ukraine falls as Taiwan faces potential invasion. Zelensky is expected to meet Biden during a U.S. trip. I can't imagine what Zelensky thinks he's going to achieve with a meeting with Biden. I mean, obviously, the whole entire war in Ukraine is completely dependent on United States resources, and Joe Biden seems committed to dedicating all the resources possible to the Ukrainian effort At the expense of the American people, while neglecting things like Maui and derailments and a struggling U.S. economy, they just seem to be printing money and sending it to Ukraine. So I don't blame Zelensky for doing everything he can to save his country, but it's like, why is he meeting with this guy and not doing anything for our country? Ukraine identifies ships hit at Sevastopol attack, claiming irreparable loss to Russia. Of course, all you hear from Ukraine is how they're attacking and crippling Russia, but then all you see is more and more Ukrainians dying. I it it's just so clearly propaganda at this point. But in other news, the DHS awards $20 million to a program that flags Americans as potential extremists for their online speech. U.S. Department of Homeland Security DHS has awarded 34 grants to as many organizations worth a total of $20 million, whose role will be to undergo training in order to flag potential online extremist speech in Americans. So here we go, folks. This is the AI monitoring of your speech to classify you as an extremist, because once you are legally recognized as a domestic terrorist, you do not have the same rights as a regular United States citizen. And these are the steps that are being taken in order to totally cripple all of your rights and ensure that the New World Order, that these globalists conglomerate as much power as possible. The money will be spent from the Targeted Violence and Terrorism Prevention Grant Program for fiscal year 2023, while the recipients include police, mental health providers, universities, churches, and school districts. According to DHS, this program administered by its Center for Prevention Programs and Partnerships, CP3, and for some reason the Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA, is the only federal one of its kind whose goal is helping local communities develop and strengthen their capabilities in combating targeted violence and terrorism. This all in the context of Biden asking the justices to block limits on collaboration with social media companies. So as you know, the Biden administration has been under fire for It's violation of American First Amendment rights by coercing, manipulating, and influencing social media platforms into censoring specific individuals. The Biden administration on Thursday afternoon asked the Supreme Court to temporarily block a lower court's order that would limit its ability to communicate with social media companies over content moderation policies. U.S. Solicitor General Elizabeth Prelogar told the justices that if the unprecedented order is allowed to stand, it would put a Louisiana district judge in charge of overseeing the request. Justice Samuel Alito, who handles emergency requests from the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit, put the lower court's order on hold until the end of the day on Friday, September 22nd. To give the justices time to rule on the request, Alito also directed the plaintiffs to file a response to the government's application by 4 p.m. on Wednesday, September 20th. So the Biden administration seeks to maintain its power and influence over social media platforms, and it's not only censoring individual Americans. It is also monitoring them so that they can be classified as domestic terrorists or extremists, and it is spending your money – in order to do this, I do want to take calls in the next hour. Make sure you call on 1-877-789-2539. Again, that's 1-877-789-2539. I do want to take some calls in the next hour to hear what you think about all of these developments, what you think about the Hunter Biden indictment, what you think about these new revelations that I shared with you regarding my conversation with Jack Maxey. All the censorship is coming in the context of Net- Netanyahu flying to Silicon Valley to meet with Elon Musk and discuss anti-Semitism on X. So X has been under fire for alleged anti-Semitism or empowering anti-Semites with their rhetoric, their extremist rhetoric. This, of course, this attack has come primarily from the ADL, which Musk is allegedly going to sue for defamation Very interesting that Netanyahu is flying here in order to have a conversation with Musk about this. Netanyahu, of course, being typically associated with the conservative side of things. Uh, I'm not intimately familiar with what his position is on the ADL, but I imagine that he's probably at least outwardly supportive of it, given he is the leader of Israel and the ADL purports to protect the safety and rights of all Israelis and Jews in the world from Anti Semitism and dangerous rhetoric. So, very interesting that Elon Musk is agreeing to have this conversation. I suppose he's doing it just to sort of reach across the aisle and humor anyone that may have concern over X. But this all comes in the context of the Biden administration seeking to maintain its control over social media platforms as well as ramping up its efforts to monitor all of your rhetoric. It will be very interesting to see who is on the list. One of the things I recommend that you do is FOIA yourself every few months. Something I do every six months, I put in a FOIA request for myself just so that I have a record of whether or not I'm on any list. That way, if they do come after me, I can say, why didn't you tell me that I was on a list? I FOIA'd myself. Make sure you guys call in 877-789-2539. Again, that's 877-789-2539. And during this break, go over to infowarsstore.com and check out some of our awesome products. We've got several products back in stock. I'll go into more details in the next hour about these products, but all of the products are absolutely amazing. I use TurboForce every single day and BrainForce Plus every day as well. Stick with us, folks. We'll be right back taking your calls in the next hour.
2: Omega-3 fatty acids are needed for optimal strength and they can only be obtained through diet. They can be found in grass-fed beef, which is why the ruling class is trying to ban it. And they can be found in fish, which are arguably the best source of omega-3s. But the problem today is finding fish without a high mercury content. Your best option is our ultimate fish oil and ultimate krill oil at InfoWarsStore.com. Omega-3 fatty acids are essential for both our neurological and cardiovascular systems, our brain and our heart. They improve mood, mental clarity, and immune function. Get your essential omega-3 fatty acids from the best sources available, ultimate fish oil and ultimate krill oil. Get some today at InfowarStore.com.
0: You're watching The American Journal with your host, Chase Geyser. Watch live right now at band.video.
3: Welcome back to The American Journal, folks. We will be taking your calls this hour. Make sure you call in 877-789-2539. Again, that's 877-789-2539. I want to hear what you think about everything that's going on, everything that we've covered. First, I want to speak with Lauren in Austin. Lauren, how are you?
7: Doing well, yourself?
3: I'm doing well, thank you.
7: Well, I kind of wanted your opinion. I am a university student for my bachelor's in political science, and we have what you call, like, discussion board posts of the class. Mm -hmm. And so on there, my most recent one, I was talking about, well, have you ever heard of the migration replacement theory? and I express that I'm a Republican, things like that. And I was just curious, on your opinion, do you think that that would fall under the category of extremists? Do I need to be more cautious on posting things like that?
3: That's a great question. So in my opinion, um, there's a couple of ways to look at this. The first way to look at it is uh, I don't think you should – not say what you think or feel just because you're worried about being labeled an extremist. If you really think it, you should say it. You should exercise freedom of speech because if we don't exercise it, then it it goes away. Um, The second thing is, I don't think that the labeling of extremism is something that's done by any real objective metric. So similar to like ESG scores, right? The environmental sustainability and governance scores that businesses get in order to be approved for financing from these major central banks, there's no real objective way that an ESG score is given to a business. It's sort of from the hip, subjective, based on what panelists or experts or specific people within these departments say. And the same thing is true of extremism. We've seen over and over again from the from the left, especially over the last six, seven, eight years, since basically since Trump was elected or started running – that they label anything extremism that disagrees with their political philosophy or is antagonistic toward their political success. So regardless of whether or not what you say is extreme, they will label it as extremist if they see it as a threat to their maintenance and growth of their own power, in my opinion. Uh, As far as your student board, forums, things like that are concerned, my sort of philosophy on on that. It depends on your professor. But when I was in college, I had a lot of success just saying what my professors wanted to hear. (laughs) What do you think?
7: (laughs) That sounds good. Uh, But I I do like what you said that to express your your freedom of speech because it'll go away. So I totally agree with that. Um, But thank you for your response. I was just, just curious on how you felt about that.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for your call, Lauren. Let's hear from Patriot Rep in Ohio next. Patriot Rep, what's up?
6: Yeah, good morning, guys. Good morning, all Info Warriors. Morning. I want to give a shout-out to all you guys. Man, Alex, Owen, I'm praying for Owen, all that. Yeah. Um, people People know me. I've been on here before. Um, you know, they go to com and they can find Alex's show right there on my campaign site because I am running for second district in Ohio in 24th. But what I want to talk about is these Democrats, we all know, are sold out. We know we're sold out,
8: mm-hmm. so they
6: throw just they throw crap all over the wall. See what sticks. I've got an idea. I know it's. I mean, it's it's humorous, but if they're going to throw things at the wall and see what sticks, with what's going on with Matt Gates and all of them and Kevin McCarthy, how about remove Kevin McCarthy out of that seat? And uh, the Fourteenth Amendment is not applied to Donald Trump yet. Put him in there as the Speaker of the House, what they should have done in the first place. Shake it up. Let's get. Let's see. Let's see them backtrack. Let's see them on their heels. That's how I feel about it. I think Democrats would be flipped out if Donald Trump was the Speaker of the House.
3: Yeah, I I appreciate that. I agree. I've wanted Donald Trump to be Speaker of the House ever since he wasn't president. So I think it's a a great idea. I don't know that he would do it, um, but it would definitely be an amazing troll. We're going to talk more in the next segment, take more calls in the next segment. Make sure you call on 877-789-2539. In the meantime, check out DNA Force Plus from InfoWars Life, which is back in stock at 25% off at InfoWarsStore.com. It's a great way to take care of yourself and extend life expectancy potentially, right? It's supposed to be healthy for the DNA and protect
0: You're listening to The American Journal with your
3: host, Chase Geyser. Welcome back to The American Journal, Patriots. I'm filling in for Harrison Smith today until his voice comes back. My name is Chase Geyser, and I will be taking calls this hour. If you have something on your mind that you want to say, don't be shy. If you want to be a first-time caller, don't be shy. Call 877-789-2539. Let's hear from Mutt in Mississippi. Mutt, what's on your mind?
9: Hey, good morning, guys. And first of all, God save InfoWars, Owen Scheuer and Alex Jones. Uh, Real quick, I just want to tell y'all, there's a lot going on here in Mississippi. Y'all could probably feel the American Journal and the War Room, just what's going on in Mississippi alone. Hmm. Uh, But primarily and specifically what I called about today is the state of Mississippi is under some sort of cyber attack. We got a situation going on where a casino in Biloxi has lost complete control of their situation and it's actually expanded to the Mississippi Department of Revenue. Under a cyber attack, everything is frozen right now. People can't get driver's licenses, license plates, anything that has to do with the Department of Revenue, even down to buying houses. And they have frozen the ability for anything that to any transactions to be made, and they are actually demanding a ransom and saying that we will not release the ability for you to use these websites and to do your business until you pay us. I forget what the dollar amount was, but, it, it, you know, it's pretty crazy. And One the million dollars. <laughs> right it, 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 it might be a million dollars, but, I mean, it, it is crazy. The amount of stuff that's going on here in Mississippi, especially in Jackson where I live, a complete, total failed Democrat-run city with no police, no water, no trash, uh, no parks and wreck. We're losing everything that we've got here. Um, and yeah, like I said, y'all could fill six hours a day just with what's going on down here. But yeah, how long has it been going on for? How, how
3: long have these sites been down?
9: About a week and a half they've been down. Wow. Yeah. So uh, the FBI is supposed to be coming down and, and taking a look at it. But, you know, as history, you know, tells us the future, <laughs> it's only going to get worse here in the great hospitality state.
3: Wow. So are they thinking that it's somebody foreign or domestic who's done this attack? Do they know anything?
9: They they have no answers. Wow
3: wow they have
9: they have absolutely no answers and then yeah you know we have actually uh democrats screaming uh election fraud down here for some of the local elections here you know god forbid you talk about election fraud right unless you're a democrat but at any rate that's my two cents for the day y'all might want to check into what's going on here in mississippi because you never know it could be the model for the rest of the country
3: thanks for your call matt appreciate it man There is one thing that I find very encouraging about that story. I spent a lot of time worrying about the government, especially the federal government and its constant encroachment and infringement of our rights and its access to unprecedented technologies like artificial intelligence and the way that it seeks to continuously expand its surveillance of us and label us as extremists. And, Just when I think that we're faced with an unbeatable foe, you hear a story about entire state governments, entire county websites getting hacked by random miscellaneous hackers, and you're like, oh, yeah, individuals in the private sector always innovate faster than government can regulate. So although it's terrible what's happening, and I'm sorry to hear that it's happening to Mississippi and your area, it is encouraging to know that individuals can outsmart the machine. Let's hear next from Robert in Thailand. Robert, what's on your mind?
10: Hey, Chase, how's it going, buddy? It's Good. your uh, your friend, the breeder, out here in Thailand.
3: Hey, man, uh, that's right. I remember. Uh,
10: <laughs> yeah, so you know, I was thinking about this whole China situation, and I was remembering how. Biden colluded with the CCP, and his handling committee co- was colluding together with them. And how there seemed to be a break recently, um, and um, I'm kind of wondering if the outcome with Taiwan will be a, um, you know, contrived if they've kind of decided to to go a certain direction with that and then keep playing their cards, or or what? What do you what do you think?
3: man, I don't know. There's a part of me that thinks that everything that happens is pre-planned and negotiated, and then there's the other part of me that thinks that our government right now is so incompetent that everything is just falling apart and nothing is planned. We're just being sort of walked all over. So I don't know, and I'm not an expert on on, on foreign policy and national security and things like that. There's There are people that spend all of their time studying national security threats and things like that, and I don't really know much about the sort of Taiwanese Chinese dynamic. I don't really know much about incentives for any sort of conflict in the area beyond what the average person may know who reads the news, right? I understand that Taiwan is a huge producer of semiconductors and those are used. Those, those, those chips are used in high speed processing in the stock market and for military applications and things of that nature and so it's incredibly valuable to the united states that taiwan be able to export that technology to the united states Uh, but i also understand that china has always felt that taiwan is part of china and in a state of rebellion and so the question then becomes not if or whether china wants taiwan to be reunified with china but when it would do the reunification and why it would do it then, right? So I don't know really what's going on. I think it's complicated, but I suspect that if China really does want Taiwan and really does plan to reacquire it, that it is probably foaming at the mouth. uh, When it looks at this existing administration, I mean, we are an incredibly weak position As a nation, economically, we have a leader who is very weak and obviously not in control. We're distracted with all of the aid that we're giving Ukraine, so we're not really in a position to offer the same support that we would offer Taiwan in terms of finance or weapon support uh, if we weren't already supporting Ukraine. So it seems to me that now is prime time for China to act, and I can't fathom that Joe Biden even though he was so corrupt and did so much business with the CCP 10 years ago, I can't fathom that he has any direct incentive to allow China to take Taiwan now, unless he's still engaged in under the table dealings with the CCP. What do you think?
6: Well, you
10: know, I think uh, the situation that you have with that is, is there's always been some sort of gravity between that, committee and the CCP because they're just really nasty actors. And in, in the world, you have cartels and, and uh, syndicates, crime syndicates and stuff like that will gravitate towards each other and do business with each other because they operate on the same level. So I feel like there's an attraction there, even if they're having trouble. Um, what I would really love to do is have a, a look at the back channel communication because, you know, with everything that's going on, all the coordination and stuff, there's back channel communication that nobody will ever see. And that's the juicy stuff. That's that's uh, all, all the questions, all the mystery uh and all the uh, uh you know ambiguity that we have here uh would lie in those, but we'll never see those. You know, it's kinda like the Jeffrey Epstein list. But I'm still crossing my fingers about that Jeffrey Epstein list and I'm getting myself some bodies. So everybody buy some bodies right now. Uh thank you very much, Chase.
3: Yeah, thank you so much for your call. I do appreciate it. The Real Red Pill Plus is back, and it's 25% off. With the dangerous toxins that lie within our water, we know we need to filter out the bacteria. But as you age, filtering out all of those essential minerals as well can make you tired and slow. That's why our scientists worked day and night to bring back one of our most powerful supplements, the Real Red Pill Plus from Infowars Life. This proprietary formula was created to help you get all the important essential and trace minerals and nutrients your body needs. As we age, pregnenolone levels decrease with age by as much as 60% between the ages of 20 and 75, making you tired and lazy. But with the real Red Pill Plus, you can defy that test of time and keep your pregnenolone up for hormone balance, healthy aging, and optimal cognitive function daily. Go to InfoWarsStore.com today and get yourself some real Red Pill Plus.
5: The satanic New World Order is betting against humanity. They're betting on our weakness. They believe they can destabilize civilization and bring us down into the ashes of history. But the trap they've laid for us will be their destruction, not ours. If we trust in God and if we are valiant and have courage to speak the truth and not comply and engage in civil disobedience and not join the masses who have decided that they are the scum of the earth, who have decided that they will join with this soulless corporate system. As for InfoWars, we are going to steadfast continue to fight in the information war with our weapon, the truth, against the enemies of humanity. And we put our faith, and we put our trust, and we put our destiny in the hands of God. because it's been said a trillion times, if God be with us, who can be against us? been in a twenty-eight-year marathon battle with the globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalist at point blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the New World Order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon, and that's why... Today, it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and this grief is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all.
0: You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
3: back to the american journal folks i am your host today chase geyser filling in for harrison smith and taking your calls make sure you call in 877-789-2539 we got a lot of calls in the line but we got a lot of time left this morning too so if you call in now chances are i will be able to get to you let's hear from william in arkansas william how is arkansas arkansas is
11: arkansas yeah everybody up Everybody up here is related, as they say, but hopefully not to the Clintons.
3: <laughs> yeah, if you're related to the Clintons, you've got a good chance of dying. If you're acquainted with the Clintons, you're probably going to die.
11: Uh, who knows? Uh, most of it's our own fault because we allow it to happen. Uh, you know, I'm old enough to remember a lot of the debacles that have happened all over this nation, all the way back um, to watching the... Uh, uh the hostages in Iran and everything around it with um, the Iran-Contra, mm-hmm. uh, the same the long talk, 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 talk. You know, you had lawyers, and boy, they made a, a big law on the show and a circus up on Capitol Hill. And, you know, they do it with everything. They did it with Enron, uh, you know, and then, you know, Ken Lay gets three months before he has to turn himself in and has a, an amazing heart attack the day before he has to turn himself in and gets a closed casket over a heart attack okay yeah okay sure whatever you know uh i know people that work for enron in houston uh not naming names but i could and you know one of these days it's going to be time uh and and they know it's all a joke it's all going to be talk 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 they're going to jump up and down and the next debacle will come around the next month that they'll create or the war they create or the hurricane or whatever and they'll wash it under the the rug, and it'll go about business as always, and the working people will suffer. Uh, You know, you look at uh, what's going on with uh, Oren Schroer and uh, the questions that we have around January 6th. I'm a hard-hitting kind of guy. You and I have never talked. Um, You give me Ray Epps, Eric Holder, Ollie North, um, you know, uh, Washerman Schultz, you put them in a room for about 30 minutes. I'll have a conversation with just one of them. And when I'm done with that conversation, the others will tell me all I need to know. But I need a million cops to stay off my back. All right? It's the Praetorian Guard of the day that is protecting some of the most vile villains of this nation. I don't say defund the cops. Uh, but as soon as the cops are gone, crack houses will be gone in my neighborhood. Cause I'll light them up and shoot anybody coming out the door. It's the law protecting these people, All right? Uh, you remember the, the the kid that was stolen and uh, raped for a month, and they brought him back to Louisiana, and his daddy killed him in the airport.
3: I did hear you know, about
11: that. He yeah, well, you, you you that was in eighty four, eighty seven, or something. Uh, you played videos of it quite often, um, but there was also a uh, uh, a man drunk. Driving down the highway uh, south Texas somewhere about 12 years ago, he accidentally run off. He was drunk. He ran off a road, killed two boys. The daddy come out and see what what happened. He went back in the house, got a gun, come out, terminated the man that's stumbling around drunk. It just killed his two boys. I couldn't find a jury in the county in Texas, somewhere south of Houston. Uh, So I had to uh, put the trial somewhere else up in the panhandle, and I couldn't find a jury up there. Because everybody's like, yeah, you know, you're so drunk you can't stand up. And man goes into the house and blows your brains out. Now, I don't believe in that kind of behavior. I'm a civilized Christian. I'm an American soldier, a civilized human being. But if all we're going to do is stand around and talk, get ready to squeal like a pig, America, the world over. You're asking for a new world order old, run by old world aristocracy. It's unreal. It's more brutal and more insidious than it ever has been. The very money system that we use, the man who wrote it, his name was Kenneth Maynard Kinsey, the Kinsey and Economic Principles. And he wrote it about war. It is about the expanding and contracting dollar around war. And he said this about it. it is, and he wrote this. He got an economic Nobel Prize for it. And he said, it's the most insidious way to steal the wealth of a nation or the wealth of an individual, and yet we use it. And yet, where's all the alma mater? What do they teach? All right? It's just unreal what's going on out there and how ignorant and dumbed-down people are in the public school system. Now, if you get a good private education, that's a different situation. All right? If your great-great-grandfather built a wing off Harvard or someplace like this, you're for sure going to get to go there if you want. I right. we uphold places like Yale and all. Oh, there are this and that and the other. Well boy, all those geniuses have sure brought us to a nice place. You know. Are you proud of skull and bones?
0: Yeah. yeah. You
11: know? Absolutely. I'm, not, I'm not. You know, I mean we're sitting here with a public that allows four hundred million dollars to go to our enemy and as a soldier that's a direct affront. Man, don't don't give me an army. I'm a type of person that I don't want to get in trouble. But the times are coming. I'll give my name, address, phone number, and we'll do a call to arms right now My yeah. name's on there the comes deck there room. comes a time
3: where you have to you just have to take justice into your own hands, but you got to be careful with that too because you know the, the, there's something sacred about a, a a due trial, and everybody always thinks that they're right, but they're not always right, and that's that's the danger with vigilante justice but how long must we wait for? our politicians, our judicial system to exact justice before we take matters into our own hands. Thank you for calling, William. It was uh, good to hear from you. And I, also, I got a little uh, clip, uh, actually, that I found last week of Alex Jones talking about Skull and Bones that maybe we can get played in the next segment. Uh, let's hear from Craig in Ohio. Craig, we've got two minutes left. What's on your mind?
1: Um, that might take a little more than two minutes, but... Um, okay, anyway, well, you want me go to another I'll call help and help get you in the next segment?
3: Um. Yeah, that
12: probably. Be Let's a good do idea. it.
3: All right, Jordan, New Jersey. What's up, Jordan?
12: Uh, hi, Chase. Um, I just wanted to, uh, you know, alert everybody. I run the site uh, coronize.com, uh, Recently, been updated, uh, detailing and chronicling all the um, the COVID uh, uh, information. Um, you know, all the all the uh, coronavirus uh, coronavirus pan- pandemic sub- subcommittee information. Uh, AI, um, uh, brain-computer interface information, and uh, all kinds of things on nano uh, technology that the public needs to hear about. So, I uh, started a new Twitter feed. I just wanted to let everybody know. My site's been updated. Um, so, uh, everybody knows the site, but just in case, it's www.coronized.com. That's C-O-R-O-N-A-I-Z-E-D.com, um, where you can get the new Twitter feed, but just so that everybody knows. It's also You've Been Coronized, at Coronized, from the Twitter feed, same spelling of Coronized. Um, and I urge everybody to, to keep up to date on this as they're trying to get subpoenas for um, Peter Daszak, and we need to really push this out. I need all info warriors to be max attentive to this and really hammer on their local congress people to get involved in these subcommittees We don't want to have blood on their hands for what this really is, and so we can start to expose some of this so we don't have the next lockdown. All right.
3: Thank you so much for your call. I do appreciate it. And we've got everything up on screen. Encourage the listeners to check it out. I'll certainly check it out after the show. We're about ready to come up on break. We will be taking calls the rest of the hour. Make sure you call in 877-789-2539. Got a lot of great calls in the queue here. But if you call in now, there's a good chance we can get to you before the end of the show this morning. Make sure you go to InfoWarsStore.com and pick out something special for yourself that sounds like something you could use i recommend Turbo force plus and brain force plus those are my two favorite products in the store we'll be right back folks
5: separately we got some really 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 good news because it's a great product you love and people want it and it funds our operation of 360 win bodies ultimate turmeric formula The strongest you're going to find anywhere, jam-packed, a big old giant bottle of stuff that destroys inflammation, that empowers your neurological system, you name it. I mean, it's just so amazing. God gave it to us, and it's the strongest recuminoid out there. Other leading brands are like 70% recuminoid. Uh, Most brands are 5% cumin, and and, and that still does a great thing for you. This is the strongest anybody makes, 95% recuminoid. I am so glad this is back. I have been out of this myself for months. We've been sold out of this for almost seven months. Body's Ultra Turmeric Formula, back in stock, 25% off, InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today.
4: want stairwell?
5: Eagle has wings. Roger. How's it look? Let's proceed. Roger. Ignition. Contact light. Eagle was landed. Okay, that's great. Is the lighting halfway decent? Visit infowars.com forward slash show and share the link today. Beautiful. Beautiful,
3: to the american journal folks we'll be taking your calls the rest of the hour make sure you call in 877-789-2539 if you haven't already and i believe that we agreed to have craig from ohio back on craig what's on your mind can you hear me sir Hello? yes sir yes can you hear me yes sir you sound good what's on your mind
1: hey great so first off, I just wanted to say great work on the Biden, that complete cor- corruption uh, sham this morning. I mean, I thank you. you know, the more we learn, the worse it is. And, you know, it's just way beyond shocking to the conscience, really. The further we get, you know, I, I just love you're peeling the layers of the onion back. And I just recommend please do more on that because very hard to understand. You know, I mean, people have a hard time with global perspective, I think. You know, we're so caught up in the U.S., and this is a global operation, right? This is a global mafia operation. And I think the more we can peel back those layers, you know, the better it's going to be. Um, the other thing I was going to ask you is, you know, where can we find that full interview you did with Maxi?
3: You can find it on YouTube if you just search uh, "One American okay. Podcast" or Chase Geyser, Jack Maxey. And if you have any trouble finding okay. it, cool. shoot me a DM at Real Chase Geiser on Twitter, and I'll send you the direct link because sometimes it's a little wonky about showing up in search results.
1: Okay, sounds good. Yeah. So I've been on before with Alex and Owen in a couple of times, but you know, just to give you a quick background, I've traded global financial markets for you know over ninety thousand hours of my life over the last twenty-five to thirty years. You know, so I've seen a lot of global what I call buildups, right? You can see these buildups occur. And then usually you see the aftermath of the buildup, right? And after you do it a few times, you know, over 25 or 30 years, you know, whether it's long-term capital management or Asian currency crisis or NASDAQ bubble or real estate crisis or, you know, repo crisis in 2019 that led to COVID, you know, you start to get a feel for these things after a while, sadly. And we're, I think we're seeing a buildup right now that is, Nothing. is way beyond anything I've seen, you know, because normally when we come back after Labor Day, markets get back to work and you know, especially the equity markets, right? You'll see the global equity markets start to, you know, move around a little bit position for the end of the year, you know, for the Santa Claus rally and all these other, you know, things that traders know about. This is different. I mean, there's a different feel to this. And um, and so, you know, I can go into that more if you'd like, but I I, I'll keep rolling here because I've got a point to all this. Right. So. Go ahead. And, Go ahead. and I'm, I'm just, I'm, so I'm just curious, you know, that, you know, that this could be, you know, we hear about Cyber Polygon. We hear, you know, you've had some great callers on this morning. I mean, I know some sound radical at times, but people really, these callers are great. I mean, they were just yeah, great. Yeah, we've got the best audience. This morning. One, oh my gosh, you know. But one guy was talking about cyber attacks down in, I think it was where? Mississippi. Uh, Mississippi or something like that. So, you know, this almost feels like could we be prepping for cyber, bo- cyber polygon or something like that, you know? Um, but, you know, here's my real point is that we've seen this playbook before, okay? And this is World War II, right? If we go to Patton, he called it out. He knew they were building something up with the Cold War, right? And he knew that it needed to be stopped and he wanted to keep going east, right? And they didn't let him, they, they squelched him put him to an office job, and then they probably killed him, right, more than likely, right, because they didn't want him getting the word out, they didn't want him writing memoirs, they didn't want him becoming president, he was a shoe in for president, probably, right, more than likely. Mm -hmm. So look what that led to, you know, Korea, you know, Vietnam, DARPA comes out of Vietnam, basically, you know, some of your listeners probably know how that whole thing arrived, you know, arrived, DARPA failed in Vietnam, but then they got kicked out, restarted, rebuilt, you know, and, and become this massive force, right? You know, I mean, Alex did a great job covering that last week with, you know, that, that uh, all that goofball that's at uh, uh, Georgetown. Anyway, so the point is, you know, I think we've seen this before. And what we're in right now is a wealth transfer. If we don't stop this, we're in a power and wealth transfer out of the U.S. World War II, we got, you know, we got Operation Paperclip shipping all the scientists, we moved the financial capital to New York City, right, out of London, out of Germany, right, the culture out of Germany. All that stuff got shifted back to the U.S., right? It was, these globalists don't care about boundaries. They just clear, they care about objectives, right? Jay Dyer does such a great job of covering this stuff on Fridays. I mean, I just can't recommend people. He's, just fan, he's fantastic, right? So, um, but the point is, you know, if we're not careful here, that's what's going on, right? You can see back to what you were talking about this morning, Biden breaking down these barriers in the South China Sea. You know, we see it. You know, we see the same thing, the weakening of Japan, right? You know, our foe turned friend. You know, we see the same thing, South America. We just see it everywhere, right? I could go on for hours on this, but I know the audience, you know, we're limited. But it's just we're, we're in a financial wealth power transfer. And if we're not careful, and it fits with everything we talk about, right? You know, Lahaina, right? You know, is that just another chance for them like 9-11? Is a good chance they're using these? You know these some kind of weapons we don't know about. Call them DAWs, whatever you want to call them, but they're just they're just sending a message out to all the corporate all the corporate interests. Everybody, look, this could happen to you. You better play ball. You know, here's Lahaina. We just took it, just like we took nine eleven. We took the towers. We took all that stuff. I think that they're just sending messages. Right, stay on board, and you know people do those big. You know the. Uh, where they get all the media and they line up everybody saying the exact same thing. You've seen right. them, those little right. you know, thousand pictures on Montage. a screen. Yeah. And so you wonder, how do they get everybody to play ball, right? How do they get everybody to say the exact same thing? I mean, they're not just, I mean, anyway, you get my point, right? The point is, I just want to stress, and, you know, if you have any questions for me, you know, go ahead and hit me with them, but I just want to stress, I think we are in the middle of a wealth power transfer. In Cyber Polygon, something like that would decimate, the american population right now we're pretty weak really i mean we are we not everybody but financially the middle class is pretty darn weak right now we've been broken down pretty hard
3: here here's what the the new world order is what globalism is in my opinion and alex may disagree i don't know maybe he will agree exactly but the political class of the world the most wealthy the most powerful people of the world have an incentive to work together they have an incentive to come together at a table and say despite the conflicting interests of our people we all share the same interests of maintaining or expanding our own power as individual political class leaders so i firmly believe that the world leaders come together, not for the mutual benefit of their peoples, but in order to conspire and negotiate and compromise in such a way that they reinforce and stabilize the power structure. And the only way to stabilize a power structure, the only way to maintain your power or guarantee the expansion of your power is to mitigate and minimize the power of your people as much as possible over time without them becoming aware of it or alert to it and then catalyzing some sort of a revolution. So I believe these leaders come together. They agree to play ball. Anybody who doesn't play ball gets invaded or bombed like the Saddams, right, or the Gaddafis. They get just inched out. And I firmly believe that our leaders come together, sit at a table, shake hands, and despite all of the different interests, the conflicting interests of their various peoples, they just sort of agree to do what they can to help each other stay in power in exchange for agreeing not to compromise or threaten the power of each other. That's that's ultimately what's happening. That's what a conspiracy is. They conspire together. That's why things like the World Economic Forum exist. It's why things like NATO exist. It's why things like the UN exist. It's why things like the European Union exist. And it's why we see over and over again all of these leaders coming together and throwing their people's resources and interests to the wind and exchanging. Power. I mean what we're seeing with Ukraine is not a government of the United States representing the interests of its own people. We're seeing something far more complicated and sidious than insidious than than we could even imagine. I mean, why would our leaders give billions and billions of our dollars to a foreign nation for no apparent reason? our government actually represents our interests it's because it doesn't folks stick with us folks we'll be right back after this break
5: our world is so full of hype we are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media by the controlled churches and the universities why is this the case because we innately by god have been given the keys to our own minds our own psyches our own souls And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled.
0: System, and so much more. Regular turmeric from the store contains about 1-5% to 5% of the active ingredient curcuminoids, but our super powerful extract using bodies contains over 95% of the active ingredients in turmeric. No other product can compare with this curcuminoid delivery system, so if you want to put the true power of turmeric to the test, then look no further. Grab yourself a bottle today for 25% off at InfoWarsStore.com and put your body at ease. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
3: War. Welcome back to The American Journal, folks. I'm Chase Geiser filling in for Harrison Smith this morning. We will be taking the calls the rest of the show this morning. Make sure you call in 877 789 2539 A lot of great calls this morning. One of the best days of calls that I've had since I've guest hosted on this show. So I really do appreciate that. Before we go into the calls this segment, I do want to play a clip in honor of Skull and Bones from Alex Jones exactly almost exactly 10 years ago.
5: Do you know what goes on at Skull and Bones? I have a family audience, so I can't say. They have sexual rituals where they believe they are possessed by entities, basically space aliens. These are people that had gay sex hundreds of times in coffins, begging for spiritual entities to possess them. Hollywood should want to hire him to play the next Silence of the Lambs because there's no actor that can look this whacked out crazy. John Kerry, ladies and gentlemen, is a member of a satanic death cult. They believe entities possess them in pits of feces. I mean, we have a, a a secretary of state who has asked entities to enter his body while having sex in large vats of feces with men peeing
8: on him. While other networks lie to you about what's happening now, Infowars tells you the truth about what's happening next.
3: Let's hear from Ronan in Texas. Ronan, what is on your mind today?
8: I just wanted to talk about the increasing possibility that the the ADL will will false flag the Jewish community to then use that. Like they'll get some crazed person off the internet to, you know, go and hopefully, I mean, of course, hopefully not, but go and shoot up a synagogue or something and then use that to segue into the whole flagging you for being an extremist, for saying anything, especially on, on Twitter. And they'll probably try to go after Musk for that too. And also wanted to say that William, or I think it was William from Arkansas was, Mm -hmm. Right. And almost everything he said. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the feds are going to go check out William from Arkansas after some of that. But I um, just wanted to say that and also everyone that's called in or if you support Infowars financially and stuff, you're probably already on a list. But what, what they're going to want and try to do is be able to, you know, litigate against you for all this stuff. But we're, we're probably all already on lists,
3: like 100 percent. Speaking of lists, today is Friday, which means it's payday for many of you listeners. If you haven't had a chance yet to go to defendjones.com and support Alex, please do. And if you haven't had a chance yet to go to defendowen.com and support Owen, given all of his recent trials and tribulations, please do that as well. Ronan, I do appreciate your feedback. I do think that we are at an unprecedented time where, Freedom of speech is threatened and no crisis goes unused by the establishment. So I don't know that they would catalyze such an event. I would hope that they aren't so evil that they would catalyze such an event. However, if some event like that did occur, they would certainly exploit it and use the opportunity to gain power and influence and subject the American people to increased scrutiny and persecution. Thank you so much for your call. Let's hear from Cody in Canada. Cody, what's on your mind?
13: Hey, uh, good morning, Chase. Uh, God bless you guys. God bless InfoWars. God bless you. Yeah, I know. I'm just uh, really good callers today. It's just, uh, you know, the earlier caller, like William there, you know, like self-defense is, is good in the right, but like, you know, we, we can't uh, go around and, and like, self-defense is very important you know what i mean like basically i just wanted to read maybe a scripture with you if that's okay sort so of matthew Go ahead. um it's basically jesus explained jesus explains the story of the weeds and it says then jesus left the crowd and went into the house his disciples came to him they said explain to us the story of the weeds in the field he answered the one who planted the good seed is the son of man The field is the world. The good seed stands for the people who belong to the kingdom. The weeds are the people who belong to the evil one. The enemy who plants them is the devil. The harvest is judgment day, and the workers are angels. The weeds are pulled up and burned in the fire. That is how it will be on judgment day. The son of man will send out his angels. They will weed out his kingdom, everything that causes sin. They will also get rid of all who do evil. They will throw them into the blazing furnace. So these globalists, their fate—they might live hell right now on this earth with all their riches and their evil and their deception—but they're all going to burn in the end, and it's it's going to be terrifying. It's it's just for a little bit of, of life, and they, they want to live forever because they're scared to die. Because when they, God will judge them, and they will all be they, they'll be destroyed forever. These evil people, but. Right now, we just got to endure. You know, the power of God. The Lord gives us strength to endure. Um, it's, it has to be like it was in the kind of like in Acts, like you know how Christianity was banned and right. and they had to get together in in houses and under locked doors, you know, because the Romans and then you know the, the the priests and the, the high ups they, they they hated them, right?
3: Right. Well, and I think there's a lesson to be learned from that because. We talk a lot on this show, especially when callers call in, about what is it that we could possibly do to actually mitigate this corruption, this evil that we're faced with. And the answer time and time again is civil disobedience. And that's exactly what the Christians did ultimately to their avail, right? For hundreds of years before Christianity was legal, they continued to practice nonviolently their religion, and eventually they prevailed. The frustrating thing about civil disobedience is that it takes time to work. You have to do it consistently for an extended period of time, and the time that it takes to work may even extend beyond a single lifetime. So it's frustrating for people like me who tend to be impatient and want justice now. It's easy for us to have thoughts of, hey, revolution, revolution, right now, let's do something, let's overthrow it, let's, let's, let's not stand for this but the wise approach, the most just approach is not always, but overwhelmingly more often than not a patient, civil disobedience with the character and conviction to sustain the difficulty that is waiting for justice to manifest through that process. So thank you so much for your call. I do appreciate it. Let's hear from Ray in Knoxville. Ray, what's on your mind? Hey, good morning. So, you
7: know, I love that caller that was talking about scripture because we watch InfoWars twice. You get the cutting news information, like stocking up on food last year and all this information that we need to know. The COVID coming again, all that stuff that helps us be on the cutting edge. And the great personalities there, Alex and, you know, Orwin. And you're great too, Chase. Thank you. I, I like your uh, laid-back personality. It's a really complimentary to the crew there. And i, I got to put in a thug life. For the techies and the graphics, because you know it's a lot. It's just stressful. What's going on in the world? It's it's darn stressful, and the the graphics and everything that you have there just it really helps alleviate some of that. But you know, prayer is like so important. I know it's not popular to talk about prayer. Alex has shared, you know, how God downloaded the vision for Info Wars, and that's so refreshing to know. But we gotta pray. There is power in prayer. I'm not a holy roller. Um, I don't pray always like I should, but, you know, God says, if you pray, I'll look down, and I'll hear heal your land. So, if everybody out there, send, you know, get your info war vitamin and send up a prayer at the same time, you know, because that's, that's a powerful weapon also. And I wanted to add something, one more thing. So, Matt right? Love this guy. Love this guy. Bold, right? Running after Goliath, like David, Right. But here's the thing. He thinks outside the box. That whole speaker thing in January, right? We need more of that case. We need that because when I spoke to you guys when I called up, they're like, what are you calling in about? It's the, Here we are in the hot water being boiled. The frog being boiled. Think about it. Steve Bannon arrested. For what? Trump arrested. For what? Alex Jones arrested. For what? Owen arrested. For what? 18 more indicted on Trump's cabinet. For what? Peter Navarro. For what? Okay, uh, Giuliani, right? right? For what? Um, attorneys of Republicans. This has never been done like this. So, like, it's like we've got to wake up and think outside the box. I'm not smart enough. I'm not that person. I'm not Mackie. But somebody out there has got to wake up because we're just like Venezuela or whatever country. Again, I'm not the most knowledgeable. But, you know, this is when they took over. They put them in jail. They're political opponents. We know that. We hear that. We say that. But yet we're just watching it there needs to be something going on bigger because we're in the middle of being our government literally being overtaken once and for all.
3: I agree. I do do appreciate appreciate your input. Uh, Yeah. Thank you so much. I do appreciate your call on that front. And you mentioned something just really quick and passing. You said that you, you weren't smart enough. And first of all, I doubt that, but second of all, it, it's a common misconception that it's about being clever or out-strategizing or being smart. Sometimes, yes, that, that's very important. Sometimes it's important to have a better strategy or better tactics or to outsmart the opponent. But really, all we have to do to win is the right thing, no matter what. So as an individual, just think about ways you can do the right thing, no matter what, always. Stick with us, folks. we will be right back. Visit InfoWarsStore.com. A lot of people have asked me,
5: why has Infowars store and Infowars life not at a probiotic for more than three years? And the answer is simple. We only bring you the highest quality to lowest prices. We had a top maker, top certified of probiotics for more than seven years. They got bought by a libtard company and said, we're not doing business with you, Mr. Jones, anymore. Finally, we got a probiotic just as good or better with a top lab that loves our show. We're able to private label it under InfoWars MD as our probiotic formula. So you can get a super high quality probiotic for amazing gut health and more at InfoWarsStore.com for 25% off right now. Now wherever you get your probiotics, it's something everybody should be doing. But I'm asking you to try our probiotic. I think you're gonna have an amazing effect and it funds our entire operation. So get your InfoWars MD probiotic today at InfoWarsStore.com. It's a high quality formula and it keeps us on the air. Take action now at InfoWarsStore.com.